Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO, the show that brings you the most fascinating and really the most helpful leaders in the business community from all over our terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And many blessings heap upon you, my friend, as we, like the Roman deity Janus, fling wide the portals of opportunity within 2018, while simultaneously looking back into the past and wisely carrying in all the lessons learned from our previous experiences. And so as we gel our insights gained with our refreshed hope and energy, please accept, as my New Year's gift to you, the top 10 New Year's resolutions, all aimed at sparking both yourself and your enthusiasm and your bottom line toward the, uh, well, toward the apogee of Energized 18. How's that? So whether you are a circuit CFO with clients uh, ranging from your homeland back in Ghana to your new home in the U.S., all in the East Coast, like Harold, or you're a venturing entrepreneur seeking to take her dream idea and nationally franchise it, like Laura, pull your chair up a little closer, join us in this feast of wisdom, all carefully cuisined to make your career thrive and your ventures flourish. Thus, wasting not a moment to get your most marvelous self thriving and flourishing, for, uh, let us jump right in and begin seriously pondering all those new opportunities in 2018 that are splaying wide before us. Let's get to your top 10 career-boosting resolutions for this new, new year. Number one, the first resolution, you got to get better people. Now, what I mean is not not your your coworkers. <laughs> you can't kick them out, um, and you don't want to necessarily fire all your staff. Although you might want to look into that, but you need to get yourself better advisors. Even if you work alone, you need to form a board of advisors. It may not be official, but you need that core of people that you turn to and feel free to turn to that are giving you top advice. How do you, how do, you do it? Well. You go to trade shows. You read the business media. You see a name of somebody you think is highly achieved, and you call them up on the phone. Yes, you do. You don't wait. Warren Buffett one time, when he discovered a fellow, he read an article about a fellow who was uh, a great investor and developed a new investing technique. He got so excited, he jumped on a a, a train that very day crossed three states and went and met the guy. This is why don't you do the same? Follow suit. Hunt out the top people in your field and write their names down. Find a way to contact them. It is uh, it is easier on social media, but I'm saying that you do want to work to get a face to face meeting with these people because you're trying to develop a relationship of somebody who is willing to offer you their wisdom and advice. And so you want to find better people to guide you. And to do that, you're going to want to be talking to them in the phone or or in face-to-face meetings. By the way, I had somebody assure me that all millennials really don't want to meet face-to-face. They want to text. You know, any state, any, any sentence that begins with all millennials do or all millennials do not is a lie. You are not a millennial out there. You're not a boomer. You are yourself. 
and you are seeking to get the very best you can out of your life and business. So if that takes face-to-face, fine. If it takes launching it through a text, fine. Do what it takes for what is comfortable for you and what works best for the other person. You're not a category. You are a person who's seeking better advice because there are lots of people out there willing to help you, and you're going to do it. All right. (laughs) Enough of my ranting on there. Uh, The second resolutions. This one, I think, is really important, and it's often overlooked. Partner with at least one other enterprise this year. If you have a business... Uh, you, no matter whether whether you're sitting alone in your basement or it's a large uh, megatentacle conglomerate, reach out and find one other enterprise. Let this be the year that you study each competitor, each supplier, and see them not as someone after your money or, or after your market share, but find a way that you two can team together. Uh, run through the social media, run through the business media, and and of course you have already gone to the business library within your estate to find out where your competitors are lying, so I don't even need to mention that, do I? And you're going to look for some successful group. And the first question you're going to ask yourself is, what can you give them? Ask that first, then think, what can they give me? The reason you ask that question first is because if you're going to introduce yourself on social media or you're going to call them, you're going to approach them, you want to have something in mind that your company offers. That means you've got to assess your company. And so as you prepare this approach, build up two things as, as you get ready to think in partnership. Think of what would build revenue projections and what would build client base. Write those down ways that would serve you and, of course, the the partnering person. Then take a feeler, have a lunch, give it a try. It's uh, It doesn't have to win every time, and it won't, of course, but f- there are partners waiting out there. The, en- the engine is already running beside you. Don't build another engine. Hook with them. You may even make some nice friends. And if you've just joined us, you are listening to The Art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the mightily misunderstood, perceived, and uh, under undertaken realms of cyberspace, where you may listen and download uh, all this and all our episodes by visiting theartofthecEO.com. We are on a whole raft of online uh, shows, and we are on... Uh, live radio, but the easiest way to find all our shows is theartoftheceo.com. So, I hope you will uh, follow and enlighten your own life with some of our shows. Number three, the th- uh, number three resolution for 2018 that is going to boost your business, soul, life, and self is to transform your technology. Now, ra- ra- look at the tools that you're using. Uh, you may have gotten them because they're new. You may have gotten them because they came handed down. They were cheap. They were whatever. There's one cardinal rule in technology. Make it serve you. Technology is there to enhance the already great power that you possess. And, you know, there's two kinds of a fool. You, you, you know this. One says this is old, therefore it's good. And the other one says this is new, therefore it's better. Don't be either of those. 
Look at what you do. For instance, okay, let me give you a personal example. I do all my emails and correspondence from my desktop computer. I do it. I have a, I have a, a smartphone, but I, I don't waste time. I don't care how talented my thumbs could get. It's much faster. I can go through 100 emails. I can whip out correspondence much faster on this nice big desktop. So I sit down and make time to do that. That's what works for me. It may not work for you, but find what does work for you. Just uh, and as a little caveat here, my friend, do not be a slave either to the newest or the most immediate. And by that, I mean whatever uh, technolo- technology device you're using. It does it have to be the most immediate? Do you have to have your answer each email immediately? Or could you do it more effectively if you allotted time? Use your time, use your thought, and then get the tools that fit you. And, of course, look at the new stuff that's out there. Um, you see how you function. Have you considered the best three-way or four-way or open communicator for your needs? Just a thought. Uh, it's out there. Why not take advantage? Alrighty, as we are moaning along here through the art of the CEO, let's come to resolution number four for 2018 and uplift yourself. This one, this is one of my favorites. Push yourself to the limit. How far you can you go? Well, it's an estimate until you've tried. And let's make 2018 the time to try. Weightlifters have a term that they use. I, I love it. It's called work to failure you've you're grabbing the curling bar and you've hefted up and you could just barely get the fifth repetition out and you're trying for the sixth you're trying to make it and then you go i just can't quite make it. okay you drop you have work to failure you've given it your all that's what i'm asking you to do in whatever field you choose in and in several fields throughout the year my favorite period would be at least uh two times a month make it once a month but Go for some absolute record of yourself. I'm not talking training six months for a, for a marathon. I'm talking finding out your limits right now. Uh, and and it, might, it might be lifting a weight. It might be trying to bike a century, a 100-mile ride. It might be meeting that person you never thought you could. But this time, you give it the absolute shot. You want to meet the president? I bet you can. Uh, so whatever it is, make it short-term, push yourself to the absolute limit, mentally, spiritually. Find what it is and give it your shot. And you're going to find, you know, you're going to find that your limits uh, are pushing back, pushing back, pushing back all the time. And guess what? That leaves more room for you to expand. There's no failure, my friend, only revelation of success. So that's number four, pushing your limits. And Number five, <laughs> this, I, be a sport. <laughs> this is my re- resolution. Uh, we're moving into the physical realm here now. Be a sport. And by this I mean, of course, you want to improve your physical side. Uh, you, uh, we do. But you, at the same time, you want to do it joyfully, for heaven's sakes. What I'm saying is stop negatively fighting fat and grinding away on a mind-numbing treadmill. Are you out of your... Oh, uh, why do that? When instead, let me entice you to find some physical activity that you enjoy. Uh, square dancing. Um, 
paddling a canoe. They they have strongman's clubs where uh, th- that are, are local, where people get together and they try to achieve uh, certain feats, rolling on huge truck tires, things that are it's, it's fun things like that. Join this club, give it a shot, and find an activity. It may even be just working in your garden or building a new garden, building a a, 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 a little winery for yourself. Whatever it is, with get the muscles moving with digging. What I'm saying is. Have fun with your physical activity. Don't make it so goal-oriented. Don't, you don't need a Fitbit. Walk because you want to see God's scenery. That's all I'm saying. And you'll find that uh, a little more delight will be yours in 2018. So that's number five. And I would say we're halfway through, so after this delightful moshing at today's Feast of Wisdom, I believe it is truly is time to take a brief sorbet and allow me to introduce you um, to, well, to, to some utensils that will help you better devour today's feast. And as a first utensil, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you Push aside all those beggars at your door. I mean those institutions and individuals pushing to seize your faith, your vote, your devotion, your purchases, and your time. Uh, Going to push them aside? Or will you continue to let the suasions of others rule your life because you think, oh, they know better than I do? Are you kidding me? The choice, my friend, <laughs> is truly yours. And as a second utensil, uh, enough of that, Priestman. Let's move. I can sense that you are yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Quips book. So I am pulling it right here off the desk, thumbing through it. Uh, no, no. Yes, yes, here we are. Okay. If you really get serious about everything that you do, well, you probably won't like yourself any better than anyone else does. Uh, this is sort of an afterthought. You know, being serious is a destructively exclusive attitude. It's a way of being totally self-absorbed while using some project as as really a front. Instead, why don't you add the overview of a little laughter to your efforts? Cast your eyes around the whole wide world and see what's out there for you with a bit of fun. If you're smart to bet over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copy of 102 Best Business Quips and where you will find that you are the center of uh, humorous attention and lifting all the folks and your fellow wage slaves at work. It, it'll be fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, as, a, as a third utensil, we sumptuously spoon out to you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is, the name of the author who suggested, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. <coughs> Those words were spoken by none other than Britain's iron-willed wartime prime minister, Mr. Winston Churchill. And stick with us, because later on in the show, blurting your way comes yet another enriching quotations. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be, and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at bartsbooks.com. And if you are correct, your knowledge will earn you a mind, soul, and career 
burgeoning gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. <laughs> and uh, before we return to resolving our lives, allow me to introduce to you also the company by whose good graces we are here today. That beneficial firm is Leadership USA. And in a nutshell, here's the picture. Supposing someone offers you a tool or a technique that will increase the productivity of the workers on your line by 50%. Will you buy it? Of course you'll buy it. You're buying a heartbeat. <laughs> what a, uh, but now suppose I present you with a faculty, a whole series of world-class mentors who can increase the effectiveness of your company's leaders by about 50%. Yeah, I know. I can hear the dumb ones out there whining. Well, I don't think seminars on leadership really help. And leadership's a natural gift, and I shouldn't have training. <clears throat> but you're smarter than that. You know that you would love to have those $25,000 an hour coaches brought to your people and you for just a few hundred per seminar. Yes, you do. How are you going to get it? You're going to visit leadershipusa.biz. And there are chapters in many, many cities right near you. Give it a shot. That's leadershipusa.biz. And find out the potential that your crew can unleash and the profit thereof unto following up more. So, with our utensils in hand, let's you and I get back to facing the new year with some more powerful and profitable resolutions for the fun and revenue of it all. So, number six, the sixth resolution. And this one is a bit offbeat. I'm asking you that you discipline your innovation. Now, you have from time to time a whole spurt of new ideas coming at you uh, in uh, that help... Uh, boost the company, say, or help boost your career. And we all have these ideas and we these wonderful brainstorms. And I'm asking you this year to look at that, assess it, and increase your innovative power in 2018. In other words, look at when those ideas you had, those really good brainstorms you had. Think back. What were you reading at that time? Uh, what uh, to whom are you talking? What were some of the people that when you sit down, you always feel most free and most enlivened with? And also, what time of day do you come up with your best creative thinking? This is this is real. I I know that some people are early morning dawn and those few brief minutes between wake and sleep, the whole world's problems could be solved before you. And and it may be that. You may be a late-night person, whatever. But the period of day is worth finding out. And then repeat those. Cultivate the people. Cultivate the reading. Cultivate, uh, set aside certain times of day. And try to boost the number of good ideas, solid ideas you have, And that, which is all very well and good. Try that. In other words, add a little discipline to it. And add you know, innovation is, is a skill. It's like playing the piano. Set aside periods of time for it, work on it, and they will get better, guaranteed. Uh, but with it all, don't forget, in the words of Thomas Edison, innovation without implementation is hallucination. <laughs> in other words, how are you going to implement what's these new thoughts? Think about that, and that will inspire you to think of more, by the way. Who, with whom are you going to share this? What avenues in your company are you going to put them through? Are you going to publish them? Uh, how are you going to make that marvelous idea into a reality? 
that will inspire you even more. And it also makes the whole darn process effective. Okay, trundling along, we uh, come to number seven re- resolution of this new year, 2018. And this one is very personal. I am asking that you empower your observation. Let this be the year that you get your face out of your apps and use your God-given senses more profitably for yourself and your business. We're, We're talking the opposite of focus here. We are talking about expanding what you take in in a view, in in a macro and micro sense. Macro. Tour, let 2018 be the year that you tour and assess and study every aspect of your of the company you're you're with, every department, every plant supplier, everyone involved with your company, as many clients as you can. See how they connect with you. See how you might better connect with them. But learn, get the whole overview of your business, observing little things, little strengths and weaknesses, departments, things that might benefit you, things you want to steer clear of. And on the micro end of this observation, let's assume that, that say, uh, you have been asked to seek out Sarah's input on the, the, the Johnson account. And uh, you, so you need to connect with Sarah. First, step number one, lift your emailing butt out of the chair, push up, and walk the 50 feet over to her office. Would you please? Thank you. Uh, I try to get as many people within your realm face-to-face as you can. First thing you're going to walk as you walk in and you see Sarah's office and you see Sarah, uh, your mind should automatically be thinking of a compliment, maybe something she did in the past, or maybe just something you're observing. Uh, Nice nail, Sarah. Whatever. Uh, These things, this is a way of not just setting a person at ease. It is a way of taking in strengths, getting your antenna tuned to take in strengths. You've got to do that. And then, you may see, supposing you see on her wall um, an outward bound photo with her with with friends and outward bound maybe sarah is so does this mean that sarah might be the next one the next one to uh, lead the company uh, team building retreat i don't know but it's a thought pick up the little tools along the way the signals are everywhere and find her strengths and see how sarah may best serve you and all that is i guarantee you is going to make the relationship smooth a little better and the johnson account Johnson's account will run a lot more smoothly, too. The Johnsons will thank you. (laughs) So, number eight. We are moving on with great alacrity here. Uh, This one is something that some people do too much of and some people don't do enough of. In 2018, let this be the year that you study and learn the language of money. In other words, and the tool of money, accounting. Money is the blessed sap of business. And to learn to talk about your job's achievements in financial terms is going to be a great benefit for you. Why? Because it is money is the universal language. Everyone understands what you've done, what you've achieved. They will appreciate your efforts much more if you can put them into financial terms. Remember how we talked about increasing client base and revenue 
boosting. That's the sort of thing that you have to be able to talk to. Boards of directors think almost exclusively that way. They're not interested in what goes on. Uh, uh, the fact that you can do it two seconds, the, 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 this process is two seconds faster. What they're interested in is in what will it raise a 2% income. And that's their job. And those are people that you're going to want to be talking to. So, again, study things in financial terms. And by the way, if you're an accountant, learn to think of things in other than uh, financial terms. If you're an accountant and, and tend to think too much that way, try try reaching out and thinking of things in client terms as in value proposition. This, that'll work for us all. All right, so that's number eight. And as uh, the, the language of money is something that we need to sort of set our minds to. Great. And number nine, this one comes from Henry David Thoreau, heir to a great pencil manufacturing fortune and a one who taught us so much about how to guide our lives in a more personal and deeper sense. Uh, good old HD wrote, said, simplify, simplify, simplify. We all know, all of us, that too many forces are constantly nudging us and pushing us and complexifying our lives. As a matter of fact, uh, in a CEO survey we did for the Art of the CEO book, uh, the over 2,000 CEOs listed their number one challenge as handling the too, too, too many items on their plate. Too much is within you. And this works for your company yourself. It, it obviously uh, is for all of us in today's society. Look at your life. Look at your demands. Uh, it's filled. All right. Let 2018 be the year that you look at your list of what I call balls in the air. That's what we call in our, that's what we call them here at, at Prometheus Publishing and uh, the Art of CEO radio show. We, we, the items that we have to keep up moving all the time, the balls in the air, look, literally list them down and prioritize them and prioritize the ones that are based on what, how much good they're going to do you, not how, not whether you've always done them or not whether I really I want to keep up my relationship with Irving because Irv's, uh, Irving is an old friend who's never done me a darn bit of good and, I'm, and he never returns my calls anyway. No, it's time for you to find out, trim yourself down to those things that are important in your life and drop down the rest of them. Let it go. Ask yourself with each item on the list, will my life be richer or poorer if I don't have this, do this, involve myself in it? Find a way to, to trim down to a smaller number. I'm not going to give you a number. This is for you to decide. But trim down the items that are fingering their way into your life. And again, work on the few things that you want because really most of us really only want one or two things. Most of our companies only make one or two things. Most of our businesses and careers have one or two goals within them. There are many others that uh, we see as opportunities that sort of rush in, but deal with what you do best first. Deal with that. And then let the rest of it work out as it may. All right. Uh, simplifying is 
is the is the easiest sounding and the toughest thing to do. So I wish you all good luck in 2018 with that. And as number 10, as we come toward the end, I am going to ask you to, I think perhaps the most important New Year's resolution you can make, is to rekindle your love affair with yourself. And by that I mean, why not let 2018 be the year that you bring back that justifiable pride in yourself. Assess the many fine things you've done. Stop looking at the flaws. But uh, realize what you have and what you are. Take advantage of that. And then, with that, learn to enjoy your own company alone. Make sure that you periodically have what I call Sartre moments, Existential philosopher Jean-Paul Sartre was a very firm believer in the empowering ability of being alone, being totally alone, and developing yourself from within through that solitary experience. I am hoping that you will all make time for such solitary experiences. For me, it's it's in the out of doors. For you, it, I do not know where it is, but you do. Take the time, get to know yourself, let your thoughts ramble as the year winds, comes out new. Find some time for yourself. You deserve it. And let yourself get to know the you that you've so enjoyed over the years. And that will pass on and that will radiate forth. And believe me, the affection of others will come from that. So... I'm afraid at this dramatic juncture, we have given you all 10. I had several more, and I was told by all those who were reviewing the show, if you give them any more, you're going to sound like a preacher. So we will cut it off right there. (laughs) And uh, as we round out today's feast, allow me uh, to, to tell you that I've really enjoyed doing the show all this past year, and I am looking forward to another full year ahead. I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom for the Art of the CEO radio show, and I'm leaving you with today's business quotation. Who was it who said, No one ever achieved financial fitness with a January resolution that's abandoned by February. <laughs> and as a hint to the author of that, this famed financial advisor with a lovely smile passes on a great deal of wisdom on many television and radio stations. I will let it go at that. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, simply write that author's name down as you believe him or her to be and send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at bartsbooks.com to win an absolutely life and career igniting gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. I'm sure to tune in next week, by the way. You're going to love this. Uh, CEO and President of the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, Michelle Sikirka, reveals the latest business outlooks and tells how business may really get a better seat at the table on all levels of government. You're going to want that because this is something that's more important to you probably than you realize, and it's also easier. Anyway, as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, if you want to make a person push a little more enthusiastically, Convince him that 
that it serves his own self-interest. Failing that, assure him uh, that his God or his country wants you to do it. And failing that, assure him that he's not strong enough to do it. That always works. <laughs> and to you gleefully sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed the Art of the CEO show today as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download this episode and all our shows at theartoftheceo.com. That's theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege. And I thank you. <laughs>